Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin with Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. And I just dropped in on this Tuesday morning, um, October 19th, 2021, because I want to ask, talk about walking in agreement, walking in sync, walking in fellowship with God. How many of you know we got to walk in fellowship with God to be led by the Spirit of God? Are you walking in agreement with God? Well, we're getting ready to dig in this in one moment, but first you already know what we're going to do. We're going to pray, right? Yes, yes, yes. Father, we just thank you for being in the midst of us, Lord God, for you said where there's two or three, there you are right there in the middle, in the midst of us, Father God. I ask that you anoint my lips of clay so I will say what you want me to say, Father. Therefore, I yield my members to you, for you said whoever we yield our members to, that's who we serve to, Father. So I yield my members to you. So I can serve you, Father. And I say we must decrease so you can increase. Not my will, Lord, but let your will be done. Thank you for a rhema word, a word that will deliver and set the people free. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hey, you guys, I'm just dropping in briefly. I'm sitting here talking with my daughter. And we were talking about, you know, I woke up again for two days straight. And the Lord is singing. All these spirits is singing in my spirit. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. You guys, if you get a chance to pop in on that song. Um, but he was telling me, you know, I was like, Lord, I hear you. I hear you. Just wait on the Lord. Just wait on the Lord. And, you know, in order to wait on the Lord, we have to learn to be content in the state that we're in so we do not jump out of season. You know, um, I want to talk to you really, really. I want to talk to you about the children of Israel. I want to talk to you about how, why and how they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years when it was just 11 day journey. <laughs> yes, it was just 11 day journey. It took them 40 years. And some people would say, well, why is this? When they, they saw the cloud and they saw the, they saw the cloud during the day and they saw the fire at night that led them to keep them warm. And, and they saw when he opened the Red Sea. How is it that they were still not able to believe? I'm telling you, they were walking in sync with God because they were following God, because they were following Moses who represented God. But Moses was following the cloud and Moses was following the fire. Moses was following the God. So they were following Moses as Moses was following God. <laughs> you know, and we follow our leaders as they follow Christ, right? Um, but we got to have that personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ so we can walk in agreement um, with Him, right? So we can fulfill His good plan and purpose for our lives. So we're going to talk about this for one moment. So how is it that they was able to see all these signs and wonders and still not believe? Well, <laughs> same way we do, right? Um, because of their evil heart of unbelief. The, word, the, the Lord said that they was not able to enter into the rest of God and to the peace of God because of their unbelief. How many of you know that we cannot have peace with God or we cannot enter into the rest of God or enter into the peace of God if we do not believe him? I'm going to sit there for one second. Now, you know there's no condemnation in none of this because, you know, we're going to talk about the problem. We don't just talk about the problem, but we're going to talk about the promise, you know, before we end this podcast. But how is it? God said that they had an evil heart of unbelief. And because they did not believe God, 
they could not have rest in God because they were just wandering in circles. Are you wandering in circles? Are you wandering in repetitive cycles? Is your life like a cycle, like a same kind of circle? Well, you do know to change where you at, you got to change your mindset, right? Well, they were stuck in their thoughts. They were stuck in their story. And so they were stuck wandering in the same place. It was like they was just stuck in the mud. You guys ever been stuck in the mud or stuck in the snow and you're tired, you're hitting the gas and you're tired just spinning and you're going absolutely nowhere. You're just stuck in the same place. But the devil wants us to give us the illusion, the fact that we're moving, the fact that we are in motion, that we're moving. (laughs) But we all know that it's like when we're on a treadmill, we're in motion, but we're really not moving. I mean, physically, we're not going anywhere. We're moving, you know, our legs, but I'm saying we're not going anywhere. We're still stuck in that room on that treadmill. We haven't changed our location. But it feels like we're doing something because we're busy. We're busy moving. (laughs) Being fruitful is not being busy moving. Being fruitful is doing what the Lord is telling us to do. He said he gives seed to the sower. God's seed is his word. God's word is, is a seed. It comes in seed form. So when the Lord gives us his seed, when he gives us his word, he wants us to bear fruit from that word by doing whatever the word he has given us to do. Okay, whatever word the Lord has given you, that's the seed he has sown into you. Now, in order to see that word manifest, we're not only going to have to believe what it says, but we're going to have to actually act on what he says. Okay? In order to bear fruit, we got to do what God say do. If God gives you an apple seed, he wants you to produce an apple tree. I'm using that for an example. Whatever the word the Lord has given you, he wants you to take that word and bear fruit with whatever he says. But how many of you know we cannot have peace? We cannot be at peace. We can't unless we believe what God say. What is the word of the Lord? What is God telling? What is the word of the Lord? What is God telling you to do? We're not talking about the words of other people. We're saying, what is God's instructions to you? Well, he gave the children of Israel instructions on what to do. He brought, but you know, they live from one season to the next. Okay, no matter what God did, every time they would cry out to God and, and complain to Moses, God would answer. He fed them with bird, he gave manna, he gave meat. Anything they asked for, he would give it to them. But why is it that they saw all these things and still could not believe? Same way with us. I don't know about you, but I am the miracle. I don't. I am the sign and the wonder because I don't know about you, but I don't know. Maybe you had it all together, but I knew who I knew who I was before Christ, and I know who I am now after Christ. And this is why I say I am the sign and the wonder. I am the miracle that God did in my own in, in life. So I know, you know, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things passed away. Behold, look, see, all things have become new. I am a new, I'm telling you, I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. I'm I'm here to testify to you that I knew how to cuss. Yes, I did. I'm just here to testify to you that I knew who I was before Christ and I know who I am now after Christ. And I'm telling you, it's a miracle.
<laughs> so if you want to see a sign and a wonder, look at yourself. But the Jesus said to Doubting Thomas, we talk about Thomas all the time, but a lot of us are Doubting Thomases too. Because how many of you know the truth of the matter is we act on what we believe. <laughs> there's no condemn. Hold on. Wait a minute. Don't you guys go nowhere. Y'all know there's no condemnation in this. Now, the truth of the matter is we act on what we believe. So we want to know what we believe. Just look at how we live and look at what we're acting on. So there, there's no condemnation because, you know, we need wisdom. We, God said, come on now. You need to ask me for wisdom. If, if you know, if you read the word and he say, take off anger. You gonna need to know, Lord, what do you mean by that? How do you take off anger? So, you know, we'll need to come to the Lord and say, Lord, show me how to do what I know because some of us you know we know a lot of stuff we know a lot of bible verses we've been well versed but we don't know how to do what we what we know there's no condemnation we just say lord he said ask me for wisdom if you need wisdom ask me I'll show you how wisdom is going to tell you how to do what you know right and all wisdom is the principal thing and all our getting he tells us to get some understanding okay so there's no excuse not to do what God has asked us to do because all we got to do is ask him how to do what he asked us to do. <laughs> so there they was, the children of Israel wandering in the wilderness. Okay, stuck in their story. Their wheels are spinning. Can you imagine that? I wonder if they begin to feel anxious because they was feeling stuck. The reason they were stuck it wasn't because of the place or the position. It was because of their way of thinking. The reason they couldn't enter in is because they did not know who they were. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. As grass. They said, we look like grasshoppers. When the Lord, when Moses, when the Lord told Moses to send the 12 spies in, 10, 10 came out with an evil report and two came out with a good report. Ten came out believing that they was well able to take it, and two came out saying, "But well, we're like grasshoppers in this site. We we can't possess the land. There's giants in this land." But how many of you know um, when we understand who we are in Christ, we'll understand that we're more well able to possess the land. He tells us, "Greater is He that's within us than He that is in the world." Right. We have the greater one on the inside of us. How many of you know, believe and know that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus because of the work that he's already done? That's what makes us more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. The work has already been finished and the work has already been done. How many of you guys believe that the devil is defeated and Jesus, he still is Lord. He still is on the throne. And he still is Lord. I'm getting ready to end this here in a second. But I wanted to drop in and say, in order to have peace with God, in order to rest in God, we're going to have to believe God. The children of Israel could not enter in to God's rest because of an evil heart of unbelief. And how many of you know God called it an evil heart of unbelief? Because when we don't believe God, we call him a liar. That's not pleasing to anyone, right? Is that pleasing to you to have someone constantly call you a liar every time you say something? No. Well, then that's not pleasing to God either. If he tells us something, how many of you know that God wants us to believe what he say? He said, believe that you receive when you pray and you shall have it. 
Can you imagine? God just wants us to take him at his word. He said, it's an evil and a wicked generation that's wanting to seek and find. He said, go on, Thomas. I'm going to let you touch the hole in my side. But you're more blessed if you can just bleed without sin. You're more blessed when you can just take me at my word. I mean, really think about it. If every time someone told you something, you had you sat there and was constantly saying to this person, oh, I don't believe you. Oh, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I won't believe it unless I see it. I won't believe it unless... That is not... Uh, that's that's not that's not a friend or anything. You know, God said that Abraham was a friend of God simply because he believed God. It wasn't because he was perfect. <laughs> he just took him at his word and he believed him. He said David was a man after his own heart. We know David was not perfect, right? None of us are. But you don't have to be perfect to be a friend of God. All you have to do is believe God. Trust and believe the Lord Jesus Christ. Lean not to your own understanding. We got to quit trying to figure stuff out. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God and he will direct your path. Then he says, depart from evil. Be not wise in your own eyes and depart from evil. We got to quit trying to figure stuff out. You know, the thing I tell my kids, I said, now, this God lead by way of peace, right? So if you make a decision and you have peace with that decision, then that's, that's the place. That's the place. God calls us to peace. He said, in this world, you're not going to have peace. The peace that he gives us does not come from this world. But the peace that God gives us comes from having faith and confidence in him. Those who keep their minds stayed on him, the Lord says, I will keep them in perfect peace. Do you believe that? Do you believe that if you keep your mind stayed on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he will keep you in perfect peace? How many of you know God wants us to just take him at his word? He wants us to believe him. Not because we have to see something. Not because we need a sign and a wonder. But he just wants us to believe him simply because he said it. Can you believe him because he said it? Do you need to see something to believe God? Well, if you need to see something to believe God, look at yourself. Because you are a sign and a wonder. (laughs) Remember, look at your life before Christ. And now look at your life after Christ. He told, he said, if any man, the apostle Paul, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Behold, look, see, all things have become new. Now, you know who you was before Christ, and you know who you are after Christ. Now, was there any change in your life? If so, that's a miracle. <laughs> that's the transforming, formation, transforming power of the Holy Spirit. To those who believe on God, he gave them the power to become sons of God. That's the working of the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Spirit that even willeth us to want to do good. I don't know about you. I mean, I've done some good things before Christ, but my motive wasn't to glorify God because I didn't know God. Look, Come on now, we just got to be honest with it, right? When you don't know God, you wasn't doing anything to glorify God. So the things are now, the good that I do is only because of God. <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, I, I didn't have no relationship with God. And therefore, I wasn't talking about God uh, before I accepted his son, Jesus Christ. So I just dropped in to say this, to say, if you want the peace of God, you have to enter into the rest of God. To enter into the rest of God, we have to believe God. Now, uh, some of us... We have to do, until we finish what God has asked us to do, 
we have not completed the assignment. So some of us have unwritten books, some of us have unsung songs, some of us have projects that we didn't finish, me included. Okay, so we have to finish what we started in order to complete what God has called us to do. We got to finish the assignment because the reason we're, until we do the last word, he's not going to give you another word because God is a God, he operates, he's a God of order. So he does stuff in order. I just want to use this. Before he gives you a car, he's going to nine times out of 10 want you to have your driver's license. Because how many know he don't want you to get a ticket because it's against the law? Right, God is a God of order. You said someone said, "Well, I got a car." Well, don't necessarily mean it was the Lord, especially if you're driving around illegal. License is a good law. How many of you know? It makes me feel good knowing that people got licensed because they had to take some kind of test for safety purposes. You know? Okay. So what I'm trying to say here is, wherever you find your place of peace. God is a God of peace, and he leads by way of peace. Jesus said, in this world, we're going to have some trouble. But if you keep your mind stayed on me, I'll keep you in perfect peace. Their mind, the children of Israel's mind was not on the Lord. It was not. They was wandering in that wilderness, and they was complaining just like they always do. They lived from one miracle to the next. Every time God would do something for them, they would praise the Lord. They would praise Moses. And um, as soon as things begin to mess up, they go right back to that mumbling, grumbling, and complaining. How many of you know that a grateful heart is a thankful heart? And forgetting not is so important. The Word of God tells us, forget not the Lord's benefits. We don't want to forget the good things that God has done for us. Because when we forget about the good things that God has done for us, we begin to murmur and complain and look at... um what we don't have instead of focusing on what you don't have look at what you do have let's get in everything the bible tells us in everything to give god thanks and give god praise what can we stop for a second for a minute for a moment and give god thanks and give god praise thank the lord i mean he woke us up this morning how many of you know that god is not a dad dad beat father and he created us. You're here because it was God's idea. Because before the foundations of the world, before God knew you, before your mother and father even knew each other, right? God knew you. You came out the mind of God, the heart of God. And he put his seed in your mother's womb. And they became the carrier of you. So God did not create us for failure. He did not set us up for failure. God... Everything that we need to succeed is on the inside of me. Can you say that? Everything that I need to succeed is on the inside of me. I have everything that pertains to life and godliness living down on the inside of me. You are fully loaded. We have to learn how to live from the inside out. How do we do that? Because the real us is the spirit, right? So how do we live from the inside out? By acknowledging God in all our ways. And if you don't hear anything, be still. The Lord is constantly telling me when I'm waking up two days to wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. If you learn to wait, you won't become anxious. If you learn to wait, you won't be, you won't have anxiety. We have to learn to wait. If you have peace, I'm not talking about procrastination. I'm saying if you have peace in your waiting, then you wait. And wait don't mean to do nothing. The word wait literally in that, in that verse means to serve. 
continue doing what you're doing until God tells you to do something different. Okay? Wait on the because the Lord wants us to seek first the kingdom of God. Every day we should be putting God first. And I'm talking about, you know, we got to have our own personal relationship. We have to have our own personal study time with the Lord. Okay, nothing can substitute our time with the Lord. You know, I did this podcast called Vitamin Supplements. And what I was talking about in that, in that podcast was how nothing can, sup- can take the place of you spending your actual time with the Lord. Nothing can take the place of that. We actually want to turn everything off, shut everybody out, and just wait on the Lord. Listen to him. Lord, I'm seeking you. And as we're seeking the Lord, as we seek, when we're seeking the Lord first, Lord, I, you, you know, we understood this as a child. Your children understood that they couldn't do anything or go anywhere without first seeking their parents' permission. They had to ask their parents, could they go? And that's how God wants us to do. So I like to say, stop, drop, and pray before you start your day. Acknowledge, not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge God and he will direct your path. Because God is a God of peace, he's going to lead you by the way of peace. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie, he leadeth me beside the still water. Still water is peace. Um, he maketh me to lie down by green pastures. That's that's plentiful. God is not going to lead you into famine. Even and if he does lead you into famine, you might you'll be in the famine, but the famine won't affect you. <laughs> Your meal barrel is not going to run dry because God is your father. So this is what I say. Don't allow what's going on around you to get inside of you. Love not the world nor the things of the world because it drives the love of the father out of you. Okay, so let's get back spending time in the word of the Lord, turning everything off, turning videos, YouTube, TV, everything. And if you have to break open the Bible, break open the Bible because... Sometimes what I find to be a distraction is when I'm doing my Bible study with the laptop, other stuff be popping up. And when other stuff be popping up, then I sometimes I click on other things and stuff like that. So if you have to turn it off, if you have to pull back out that paperback Bible so you won't be distracted by the pop-ups on your laptop while you're trying to read, <laughs> um, do what you got to do. Uh, but it's, we have to seek the face of God. If we don't seek the face of God, we're going to be scattered. We have to seek the face of God. We have to seek the word of God. We got to seek the will of God. Sit, get down, sit down, be still, be quiet, turn everything off. Turn off all the outside chatter. Okay, I'm going to end it here. I'm going to end it here. But to walk in agreement with God, we have to walk in fellowship with God. Okay, what is God saying to you? Finish your assignments. You know, if you turn in an incomplete assignment, you get a zero. They're not going to give you an A for effort. They're going to say, why didn't you finish this? Right? Everything's connected. Everything's connected. Everything's connected. God is a God of order. God is a God of order. Okay? So walk and seek. Walk in sync with the Holy Spirit. Walk in agreement with the Holy Spirit. Turn everything off and listen to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. So he can lead God and direct you. He's promised us that if we seek first the kingdom of God, 
all these things will be added. He, he, his promise to us is that if we acknowledge him in all our ways, his promise to us is that he, he will direct our path. He has to do what he says, okay? So when you wake up this morning, as before you start your day, stop, drop, and pray and say, Holy Spirit, lead God and direct my path. Father, lead me, guide me. You are my father. I'm your child. What is your instructions for me today? It's a day at a time. It's a day at a time, a step at a time, a minute at a time, a moment at a time. Jesus said, I don't want you thinking about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worries of its own. I need you to focus on today and I just need you to do what I say. Okay. Have you, have you ever been dealing with someone and you just start giving them a whole bunch of direct instructions and they start saying, hold on, wait a minute, just one thing at a time. I'm just one person. You're not actually telling them to do all of that at one time. You're just kind of thinking out loud. And you're saying, okay, well, when you finish that, I need you to do this. I mean, but God has said, no, I'm just going to tell you one thing at a time. I need you to do this first. Why? Because this, I'm trying to lead you to the place that I'm trying to take you to. I'm, will you allow the shepherd to lead you? Will you allow the shepherd to lead you? Okay, I'm getting ready to end this. And um, you guys... Get, let's get back to the word. Get back in the word. Turn off that laptop, that iPad, or whatever. If it's a distraction to you, if it's causing pop-ups to come up and get in the way of your time with the Lord, okay? Okay, you guys be blessed. I'll be encouraged. Uh, and Father, we just thank you that this word has landed on good ground. And that we will walk in agreement and fellowship. and we, So we can walk in the peace of God that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You guys be blessed and encouraged. Thank you again. If you'd like to support us, hit the support button. Again, this is Dr. Pearlie Martin. You guys be blessed and have uh, stay encouraged.